Welcome to the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast, where it's all about how to use creative thinking in your business for a standout brand with your host, Joe Gifford. Hi guys, it's Joe Gifford here. Welcome to episode three of the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast. And I'm talking today about finding space to play and the impact that it has on your ability to be productive, on your ability to think better, to have better cognitive processes, better habits, more clarity, and exactly what the eight creative traits are, which are described in the amazing book, which I totally recommend you guys read, Too Fast to Think, How to Reclaim Your Creativity in a Hyper-Connected Work Culture. Now, this is published by Kogan Page. The author is Chris Lewis, and it's an amazing book, which will really help you guys get under the skin of why creative thinking is so important right now, how much our work has changed and, and the world in which we operate in has changed, and what we can do about it. Now, to set the scene, I'm standing in my kitchen. It's Easter Sunday. Um, and the kids are out on an Easter egg hunt. We have, now we've just had two weeks together as a family. We actually got two and a half weeks off, um, off school. And every single time my kids are off school and we kind of have a collapsed timetable, I'm reminded of how much they teach me about play. Now I've got a seven-year-old twin girls that are about to turn eight in June. Uh, it's April right now, 2017, as I'm recording this. And My kids teach me so much about play. Now, on day one of the Easter holidays, I was so excited to have them home, so excited that we had some time to hang out together, that I totally overachieved (laughs) and kind of pulled out all of my fun Easter holiday mum things on, like, the first morning of the holidays. And uh, in fact, if you read my you know, my blog post called Underachieving My New MO over on joegifford.co, you can read more about that. And essentially, I planned some fun stuff. We'd made some blueberry pancakes in the morning. We did some, some chalk painting outside. We, um, you know, got everyone dressed, had breakfast. We had snacks. We went and did some urban sketching by the river. Um, we, you know, went for hot chocolate. We did, like, we did loads of stuff by about 11.30. And as a result, I was grumpy and the kids were grumpy. It wasn't what they needed. What they needed was some space to decompress, right? And so next day I made it my real commitment to myself to underachieve. I was like, right, we are just gonna chill. And we, you know, watched a film. And then the girls did some self-directed play. They just kind of took themselves off and started making potions in the garden and, you know, seven-year-old girl stuff, right? They were just, you know, playing with the chalks and doing drawing. And all around, we were so much more relaxed because there was no agenda. There was no, we have to get all this done, you know. And, <laughs> you know, for those of you who are, who are, who are kind of also parents who are, have just been or are, you know, going through the Easter holidays or any kind of holiday, it's that mixed blessing, isn't there, of kind of thinking, well, there's still stuff that I want to do in my business and for me and to find space for myself. But every time I lean into what the kids teach me, I learn so, so much. And the kids teach me that play and, you know, breaking that timetable is such a good thing. And it's such a good reminder. And here's why we need that, guys. We need to step away from um, like the hustle, the kind of every minute of our days completely filled because it's so important to find that brain space to well for many reasons so you can tap into what you're feeling you can work towards what really guides you because how can you possibly lean towards 
intuition or you know your gut feeling and all of that stuff if you're just you know you've made a list and you're working through it and you know honestly guys I can be the worst for that I have to check in with myself often on that one right and you know it's so good if you build in some space that you can take a moment in your day and feel like right do you know what this task is feeling really really arduous right now like you know I'm really blocked on doing this thing the best thing you can do in that moment is switch it up right you know go and do something else you know find something that's fun to do so here's a story um, the other Friday, uh, I woke up and I was in lots of pain. Now, this is not unusual for me. For those of you who know me anyway, I have, you know, some, some underlying health conditions which are super well managed with all sorts of amazing tools. But, you know, life is life and sometimes these things flare up. It doesn't bother me, right? I... I, you know, I've now designed my life and business that I can work around them and lean into what needs to happen. So I surrendered that morning, was like, cool, I give myself permission this morning to settle on the sofa, to, to, you know, drink some green juice, have some tea, have my hot water bottles to, you know, be relaxed and to meditate. And as soon as I'd taken my, you know, list away from my mind of well this needs to be done this morning and you have that email to send and these people to contact and you've got to check in with your team all those things I said that's not happening this morning you have permission to rest then I had the inspiration for a blog post that kind of came from nowhere and you know it was actually the, you know, that post which I referenced earlier called underachieving my new mo and that it flew out from me and you know connected with so many people uh, who really responded to it now if i'd have blocked that creative energy and and you know done other tasks which i didn't feel in the space to do that i knew i had to step back i wouldn't have been able to express myself like that yes of course the other tasks have to be done at some point the emails do need to be sent the you know bills need to be paid the you know boxes need to be ticked right but if you give yourself permission to collapse that timetable, like I mentioned earlier, to do it in a slightly different way. So here's the other thing that I did that day. Okay, so I'd given myself permission, I'd rested as a result, you know, my body was feeling better, my you know, mind was feeling better. I still had some tasks to do, right? I still had some work to do. So rather than you know, kind of get all Sergeant Major on myself and, and be like, well, you know, you've been on the sofa today, Joe, you've been looking after yourself, let's, you know, sort of crack the whip and get on with things. And I got on my bicycle and packed my laptop in the bag, um, loaded up some good podcasts, um, and I took myself off on a bicycle tour. So, um, you know, yeah, so my first step, you know, was to meet my other half in town. We had a takeout coffee. We sat by the river. It was a beautiful hot day. We caught up with each other without the kids. It was cool. And then I cycled. And, you know, where I live, it's, it's a, you know, sort of, it's a really countryside part of Cambridgeshire. So there's loads of, you know, sort of bicycle paths and open fields and locks and all sorts of stuff like that, right? So I get on my bike and Every half an hour or so, I stop, I have a drink of water or a coffee or take myself to a nice cafe and I, you know, sort of deal with a chunk of the work that, that needs to be done. And whilst I'm on my bike, I'm either listening to really interesting thoughts, to really interesting conversations from some of the greatest minds, or I'm just allowing my brain to be quiet and to let thoughts roam. And so I did, I made about three or four different stops, right? And I chunked down every single task that I had to be done, 
with more clarity, with a ton more information, with like so much more inspiration behind it because I was allowing the space in between each one. And of course I managed to get in like a 10 mile bike ride as well, which, which is always good for the soul and for the body, right? So on that day, what started off as a, ah, you know, it's a curveball, it's not going my way, I don't feel great, turned into listening to what my body and my mind needed, turning it around and then actually going on a on a really chilled out, you know, bike tour and getting the stuff done. Now, I totally appreciate that not every day can be like that, right? It's, you know, some days we still have, you know, the mundane stuff to do. We have the things that have to get done, you know, perhaps in a way that we, you know, can't shake it up. I get that. But I wanted to just inspire you guys and to let you know that if you try things like that, if you try and find some freedom in the way that you do your task and that you undertake things in your work and in your life, right? So for example, maybe there's a, you know, household chore that drives you crazy, right? So, you know, we have a cleaner and, you know, which is you know, a great privilege. And as my business is growing, I hope to outsource more and more of the, of the household stuff, right? But, you know, we still have to fold up some washing and we still have to do some hoovering occasionally. And so what I love to do is just stick on like some tunes, which really make me smile, which really get me in the dancing zone and just, you know, rock it out around the house. It makes that so much more fun. And you can do the same with your working day. You know, if something is driving you crazy, change the environment. If you're working on, for example, something which, you know, which always drives me mad is, is doing, you know, sort of tax returns and finance stuff. Um, so if you're, if you're working on something which doesn't inspire you and it's taken you for ages, and by the way, you can always tell when something doesn't inspire you because, it, you know, you'll be just dragging your heels. It will be like the hardest task in the world to do. Those tasks, either outsource them if you can or find a way to make it more fun, right? So that's a little side note. So let's talk about the eight creative traits. So this is in the Chris Lewis book, okay? Chris Lewis talks about um, the eight creative traits of quiet, engage, dream, relax, release, repeat, play, and teach. QED, three RPT for short. So this, you know, he, he talks about each of these being a vital component in a new way of thinking. So because we live in this environment where everything is noisy, where we are overwhelmed, and what I just spoke about, you know, my bicycle tour, for example, had most of those elements in there. We had quiet I had engagement, I was engaging with the task, I was dreaming, I was off on my bike thinking about my goals, you know, thinking about my visions. It had some relaxation, it had some release, right? It had play involved. And, you know, there was teaching in there as well because I was teaching people by sharing my message as I was on that bike tour. So finding some ways that you can, um, you know, incorporate that into your into your working day, into your life. And, and this, this is a backbone really of what I call my brilliance ignition process where, you know, as I spoke about on episode one of this podcast, that, you know, building a creative thinking habit, the backbone of that is to always be looking for something new to do every day. And if you go back to that, to that episode, you'll find um, a sheet you can download with prompts on that. But, you know, the other part of that is to um, you know, be be outputting. So as much as you're inputting, we also need to find some space and then to be outputting because that is what engages your brain in some new thinking. Uh, this is where thought leaders rise from, guys. You know, this is where new thinking arises because you are intaking research, articles, audiobooks, like new stimulus from 
you know, from the greatest minds, and then you are allowing your brain some space and you are outputting it in a way that is exciting for you. So today I'm taking 10 minutes to talk to you from my kitchen before going on an Easter egg hunt with my girls. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. I could have set up my studio and kind of, you know, said, right, I need to record this morning and felt all kind of rigid about it. But I was like, hey, I'm going to jump on quickly and talk to you guys. And this podcast is recorded in a way that feels really fluid and really inspired to me and hopefully adds a lot of value for you guys as well. So I guess it's about finding a balance, isn't it, between, hey, these things have to be done. These things could be done or should be done but how can we do it in a way that adds creativity and adds play and it's like I said you know my girls teach me so much about this every time they're you know away from school and I'm with them because I'm forced to play I mean it's an awful thing isn't it I'm forced to go for bike rides and to go swimming and to watch films and to you know play glitter tattoos and all stuff like that and then I find that you know although my working time is technically much less guess what? I get a hell of a lot more done because I'm focused in the time that I do have. And also being away like from the grind, from the hustle, from the constant shoulds and all that stuff, which fills our time a hell of a lot more than it should do. I'm able to feel inspired and to get stuff done super quickly and to be fluid about how I get stuff done. And the more you can build play into your day, the more you can build play into your life, Believe me, guys, you will get so much more done. You'll get so much more productivity in your day than, you know, a million kind of self-help manuals on on how to manage time, right? Because half the stuff we do is distracting, you know? We don't need to be on Facebook every minute of the day. We don't need to be constantly collected, you know, to the news. We don't need to be doing all the things which is layered more and more upon us every single day. Give yourself permission to step away from some of that for an hour, for a morning, for a day. See how you feel. I've been away from the Facebook newsfeed now for three weeks and, (laughs) you know, I might be behind on some gossip and on some friends and stuff like that, but actually I've been connecting with people in Messenger, in WhatsApp, on actual phone calls and in person, and it turns out that my life has not ended because I stepped away from a newsfeed for a while. So step away from stuff that is filling your day. Fill it with something else that's cool, you know, or that excites you, you know, watch a different film, you know, stick on some music which makes you feel really excited, you know, go and find some inspiration from somewhere. And it could be as simple as just having a little, you know, sort of five minutes look, you know, sort of through Pinterest and trying out something new in your home or for you or to bake or to go and do something as simple as that can kickstart you to feel excited about things. And when you feel excited is when inspiration strikes and that is when you can do your greatest work. So I would love for you guys to share with me how you find play in your day, if you find play in your day, and any barriers that you have around it. So feel free to leave a comment. Um, and also, if you are enjoying the podcast, I'd love for here if, you know, to, if you to subscribe on iTunes and to leave me a review and also share with your friends because well, this is only the episode three. We are getting up and running. I've got some amazing guests planned for you guys as well. And I'm always, you know, love to hear from you. So you can email me joe at joegifford.co and let me know what you think and what you've been up to. All right. Until episode four, see you later.